0: From barstool sports pardon my take it's uh, our friend big cat what's up man how are you oh he gets an applause oh, yeah. look at that right.
1: look, oh look at that look at that wow what what an entrance how we doing boys all
0: right all right Dude, all right we're all standing too you got a standing up?
1: <laughs> oh wow yeah That's very respectful of you guys
0: well we want to be respectful uh you know here's the thing uh first of all you have jerome bettis on today's episode of pardon my take uh and uh 36 of course we are big fans here. You ate at his restaurant when you were in town. Did you discuss your culinary experience? Yeah, did you talk about the cuisine?
1: We, we talked about the culinary experience, but more importantly, we discussed the bathroom where you uh, can stand at the urinal and look <laughs> at other people.
0: Does he fess up so, to that being his yeah, idea? I'm
1: still amazed. I'm still amazed they let that happen. Uh, it seems like weird, weird things could go down with that, but yeah, it was a good time. Jerome was a great guest. He, I think he he didn't really like when I when I said that he's um, he's more thick than fat. Uh, I think he's, I think he still doesn't like people to call him fat. But otherwise, he was a really fun interview. Now I saw some pictures that you tweeted out. Why did you have your shirt off? So PFC, my co-host, has four belly uh, four nipples, and his he he four nipples. Jerome. Yeah, we were asking Jerome some medical advice, and I have a belly button that is like a cave. It goes on forever. It's the <laughs> deepest belly button ever. So I asked him if it's something I should get checked out. And uh, that was right around the time when he was like, okay, this interview's uh, going to wrap up. Soon. Getting so real weird. You should
0: get a tattoo yeah. of a team running out of your belly button. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that would be fantastic, yeah. yeah. Maybe a little smoke machine in there. I'm sure they could do it. Yeah, just confetti oh, yeah. pops
0: out of your belly button when you take all your the, shirt off. All the Bears greats. Ditka. Yeah. Walter Payton.
1: Yeah. There you go. And, and, and Matt Nagy, our new coach. Yeah, what do you, th- what do you think <laughs> you about your new
0: super exciting head coach?
1: Well, I, I didn't read his Wikipedia yet, but does he have any uh, Western PA roots? Because that's really the test of whether a football coach is going to be a good coach or not.
0: <laughs> he's bald, uh, but he does he have a mustache? I
1: don't think he does. He does not have a mustache, but I think he is from Western PA. I think he's from around there.
0: Slack like, says he's not. I'm not sure okay. where where he's from, but Slack is uh, New I Jersey. So oh, he's I think Jersey.
1: Yeah, the Chicago thing is like everyone's got to check off. Does he have a mustache? Is he from anywhere within 100 miles of Dick's hometown? And if neither of those are the case, then he's probably going to be a bust.
0: Uh, what, did you, uh, what was your take on uh, Nick Saban winning yet another championship, snatching victory from the Jaws of defeat? He
1: is, he is unbelievable. I, I don't know if you guys saw this stat, but he, for, since 2000, every single recruit that he's had that has stayed at least three years has won a national title. So think about that. He can actually wow. guarantee a kid a national title when he goes into their living room. And it's like I don't even know what to say anymore. When 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 they, when Alabama gets rolling, I think it's, it's fun to watch these teams. I, I don't like Alabama, but when you're talking about greatness and you're talking about a team that, like, when they get rolling in the second half and they just start coming downhill at you and they're violent to the ball – like that's football, and Nick mm-hmm. Saban is so good at that, and his teams are so good at that that it's it's, it's like I sit in awe watching when you could feel the momentum shifting and you could feel Georgia running out of gas.
0: Did they have they released the ratings for that game yet? I'm I'm curious to see what it was.
1: I think they were pretty high. I think they were pretty high. I mean, I think the if, if the first half if, if Tua doesn't come in that game, it's probably you know like that Alabama LSU game, right? Uh, like you know a decade ago where it finished nine to six. He changed the whole game, and I knew that. I actually, I bet the under in the game, and I rarely bet the under, but I bet the under because I've always thought that Jalen Hurts was not a very good quarterback, and I felt betrayed because the minute Tua came in, I knew I was in trouble. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Well, here's the thing we like is that dumb stat about, because you know how uh, this is really meaningful, that if uh, Saban wins the championship, then Belichick loses. Ooh. Okay. Did you not I every like time Sabin wins, Belichick loses. Every that's time too Belichick much wins equal in loses. one calendar year. <laughs> so they have to separate. Yeah, it no, out.
1: that's yeah, that's gotta be a deal. That's gotta be in the contract with, with the with the deal they signed with the devil, where mm-hmm. it's like I can't let you both win in the same year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're we're hoping for that AFC championship mm-hmm. matchup with uh terrific Tom and Ben going head to head. Did you see that they have Tom versus Time, the Facebook documentary that's coming out?
1: Yes, I did see that. Um I'm sure it's not going to be a puff piece at all. It's not going to glorify him and, uh, be, you know, basically propaganda for whatever he's doing with his TB12 method. But, you know, the, the funny thing w- with Tom Brady is, I, I think, I-, I think it's dangerous to obviously get involved with these quack scientists. But I also, when I think about it, when I take a step away, and I'm like, if I was Tom Brady and I was in his shoes, I would do the exact same thing. If I was forty years old and loved football and was the best football probably the best football football player of all time, I would do anything. I'd go to the ends of the earth mm-hmm. to try to play more football. <laughs> so it's like it's one of those situations where I, I from where I'm sitting I think it's crazy. But if I you know, put me in his body, I don't think I, I really can't blame him for trying to do everything he can to keep playing football.
0: What do you think it's like to hang out with Tom Brady? You think he's It's probably pretty boring.
1: It's probably pretty boring. I mean, everyone's got the, everyone's got that friend, right? Who like yeah. maybe they they uh, they get in a relationship and 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 the and the woman maybe changes them a little bit, or they get like deep into some kind of you know uh, new fad or something, and, and they change just a little bit. And you're like, okay, I see that was my friend, but he's not really the same guy. I, I bet that's what it's like for his old friend.
0: Let me ask Jeremy so to take a sip of this Dr Pepper.
1: I'll do it. Right. I'll do it. Right. I mean, it's the Colts. What do you do when a friend joins the Colts? I don't know. You just kind of laugh and say, hey, hope you're well. Uh, We're talking with
0: Big Cat from Barstool Sports Pardon My Take podcast. Mm -hmm. If somebody dies jumping off a bus onto a table at a Bills Mafia tailgate, are you going to feel partial responsibility? Mm -hmm. You
1: guys have really ramped up the Bills
0: Mafia violence.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so – you know, you know what's funny is it gets lost that the Bills Mafia for me, my I've been a fan of Bills Mafia for about I think it's about three or four years. It actually will be four years this this upcoming season because the joke was the best game of the Bears season was when the Bills beat Aaron Rodgers in Buffalo, and I like had this fascination with Bills Mafia ever since. I would say I own at least a little, maybe like two percentage of the two percent of the blame. But when we went, when we went. Buffalo's a fantastic city. Great city, great people. There were a lot of people who were saying, please don't jump off table, don't don't jump off cars and tables. You can get hurt, you can get hurt. So I feel like the warnings out there. I think maybe you should have like a little bit of a wherewithal, like, hey, this could potentially hurt me. They're gonna have
0: to have Jim Kelly do a PSA. Yeah. You know? Well, like him and well, Thurman <laughs> Thomas are gonna have to be like, Look, it's all yeah. fun and games to be a member of the mafia, but when you get hurt, you can't really yeah. root for the Bills with a broken arm.
1: Yeah, you're going to light them on fire first. And that's the only way they can really get through to them. And then have you know everyone come in with fire extinguishers and be like, Jim Kelly says, please don't jump on the table.
0: <laughs> be like Jim. Uh, and he can wear like the forest fire guy. I like smoking the bear. Yeah. You know, there, there can be all kinds Or he of- can have just been put out and look like Fire Marshal Bill.
1: <laughs> He's kind of charred around the edges. Yes, I, I agree. Though I think that, I think maybe we should take a step back. I, at some point, it's like what else can you do? Because it's once you keep kind of uh, upping the ante here, like like I said, I mean the fire is basically you don't jump through a table anymore unless you're on fire. So that's kind of a bad <laughs> that we've gotten into. Uh, did you see how yeah, he, they backed themselves into a corner with the fire yeah, truck? Right, right, <laughs> right. I don't know where you go. But I don't know where where your next play is when like the baseline of jumping through a table is fire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you see how they had uh, eight different espn broadcasts of the national championship game and each one of them had like a different viewing experience like you could watch with the coaches you could watch with rachel nichols and uh jay adonde i don't know i mean like they had all of the, those different ways to watch the game
1: yeah the the I, I thought the eight was a little much i actually liked the coach room i don't know if you guys watched the coach room at all but i, I watched, watched a little for a few minutes. Yeah, and it was it was interesting. Like they were actually breaking down, you know, film in real time. Some of these guys played these teams. Uh, I think the other ones, like the Homer broadcast and the broadcast where was just a camera, like super super far away. I think that was a little superfluous. But I, you know, the coaches one, I think that's a keeper. You, I would I would definitely watch. Um, those type of broadcasts for big games where you can get like real in-depth analysis instead of just kind of the surface level stuff. Who's the the coach that showed
0: absolutely no emotion at all, no matter what happened? Mike Gundy. Yeah, Gundy. Mike Gundy.
1: Oklahoma State. There's also a shot of Mike Gundy taking a sip of his drink and... It looked like there was something in it because he had that like oof, I poured myself a little too strong of a drink here look after so I think he might have just been so drunk he didn't realize the over that like this the, the touchdown ended the game and he was waiting for the second overtime
0: well yeah. now they got to come back and score no it's yeah. over no yeah. Dude, I somebody wish- light me on fire I'm gonna jump on a table I would like see Dana Holgerson watching the game because you know he had big cash on it.
1: Yeah, he was he was in the game. He was watching the semifinals, so he did a good job. He was he and Brett Bielma were doing the semifinal in the coaches' room. So uh, oh, they did. He did- was a, yeah, he was a good listen. Dana was good at uh, breaking down
0: stuff. And you made uh, you made nice with Brett Bielma.
1: Yes, I did. I still don't think he's googled uh, like the things I've said, but um, <laughs> so and I. It actually was funny because after we interviewed him, I went and look. He is the first interview uh, we've ever done where the person that we're interviewing has me blocked on Twitter. He's never <laughs> unblocked me, so um, I don't really know that what to make of that. But he is a nice guy. I, you know, like I said, Coach Dana had yeah. us. Uh, we, we, I met Bielma when we were when he was in Manhattan, and we had like a little piece, little piece uh, talk over a couple beers, and so he's a nice guy.
0: Yeah. See, I'm worried that you're always gonna be nice to people that you were previously mean to if they just come on your show.
1: Well, so Bielema still has me block, so I can say whatever I want. So okay. I don't think that's a word. I <laughs> can still take pictures of him looking fat because he'll never see it.
0: Good counter. Uh, yeah. Big Cat uh, from uh, Barstool Sports, pardon my take. Before we let you go, let's re- quickly run through the games in the uh, NFC Atlanta and Philadelphia. Who do you like?
1: I like Atlanta. I've been riding Atlanta for basically the last month. I think that their defense is coming together at the right time. I don't trust Nick Foles.
0: Minnesota and the Saints.
1: I think Minnesota is going to roll. I, I don't trust Everybody that same does. Defense. Well, I don't trust that same defense. And here's what happens: there's always one of those games from the first from, from wildcard weekend to divisional round where everyone kind of buys in on the wildcard weekend performance and forgets why the teams that have the buy have the buy because they're the best teams in the league.
0: In the uh, in the AFC, the Pats probably going to just mop up the Titans, right?
1: Yeah, I might. I might take the line. I might take. I mean, plus fourteen seems like a lot for a playoff game, but I it, it would be like not, if they play this game hundred times, the Patriots probably win it ninety nine times.
0: How do you like mm-hmm. uh, the Steelers against the line this weekend?
1: I think you guys are going to win, but i i, I kind of like I kind of like the seven and a half with the Jags, and I know that the, you can fall in the trap of making too much of the you know performance mm-hmm. earlier in the year. But I just think that the Jags have the right makeup to keep this game at least close. I do think Mm -hmm. the Steelers will win because obviously I trust Ben. Um, But I I think I think this game will be more like it will be a touchdown field goal to a touchdown game. So keep me in the seven and a half. So you
0: don't think this is a walking boot
1: game for Ben? I don't think so. I think the walking boot game is going to be the AFC Championship game. Got to put it all. Got to throw everything in there for, for to, beat, mm-hmm. to beat the Patriots one last time. <laughs> Whatever it takes.
0: From barstool sports. Or yeah, well, one
1: par- first time. Sorry, you guys don't really do that. So my bad. Yeah,
0: <laughs> from barstool sports. Pardon my take. Uh, <laughs> Big cat. Uh, by the way, uh, today they uh, their newest episode has Jerome Bettis Hall on the famer. show. Did you uh, stop the interview at any point with Jerome to go pee in a sink?
1: No, I no, I did not. But I should have. I mean, the guy clearly has some fascination with urine. If he if he sets up his uh, restaurant bathroom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and how's your New Year's diet going?
1: Good. I'm down a few pounds. I'm I'm feeling slim. I'm feeling fast. You know, fast. Just gotta, life. Just gotta 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 keep it keep at it at one day at a time. It's tough. Yeah, but I'm is it hard is to problem.
0: navigate through this gauntlet of uh, playoff football? That's what cheat days are for. Yeah. Weekends. but your cheat day. I heard you talking about your cheat day. That's. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of cheating. Yeah,
1: no, that's the point. What That's a oh, cheat day? It's not it's unlimited cheating.
0: cheat though. You're still there's a cap <laughs> on the cheating.
1: No, 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 no. I set an alarm at seven a.m. on the cheat day. Get up early. Get make sure I get my first big meal and then go back to sleep. <laughs> Cat.
0: <laughs> I have to. I have to be better about cheating on my cheat days. That's uh, big, yeah. big cat. Hey, man, continued success. We'll talk with you soon. Thanks, boys. All right, on. We'll see you. Big Great cat, stuff, man. PFT. Pardon my take. I love those guys. I uh, do. They're so funny.